please stand for our last reading. The seventh reading comes from John, the first chapter, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Here ends the reading. Please remain standing for our next carol. seated. Well, as we transition from Christmas celebrations with family and friends, we often begin to focus on the new year. Many people approach the new year with renewed energy, new goals, and resolutions to live better, do better, be better. Losing weight and working out are consistently at the top of the list. But they say that the problem with these resolutions is that the goals that are made are not very realistic for long-term success. They are often too vague or lofty without real, measurable outcomes. As people, we want quick results without really giving thought to long-term consequences or without affecting genuine, lifelong transformation. And unfortunately, the one piece that can lead to genuine, lifelong transformation 
Our spiritual life in Christ too often gets neglected. We barely get beyond celebrating the birth of Christ, God's gift to us, before we let that hope, joy, peace, and love of Christ begin to fade into a distant memory. See, we are so busy living in the here and now that we give very little thought to our eternal life and our relationship with God. Whatever other goals you may have set for this coming year, the new year is a good time to invigorate your spiritual life and renew your commitment to grow in faith and in relationship with God. Now, one simple way to do this is to focus on one word, a word for the year, as you heard me mention in the Alleluia Full Circle. This word for a year becomes your prayer focus or theme for the entire year. Diana Shiflett, in her new book, Spiritual Practices in Community, says that your word for the year should describe how you believe God wants to transform you. It can be something you're asking for your life or a way you'd like to see God guide and direct you throughout the year. Now this year, I did decide on my word. I have chosen the word savor, which means to taste and enjoy completely or to delight in. See, I know that I have a tendency to push ahead and continue to look to the next thing. I do this so often that I forget to enjoy what is right in front of me. I also have a tendency to set Bible reading goals so intense that I miss the very words within the text that God may be speaking directly to me. See, my hope is that by focusing on this word in prayer, that God's strength will help me slow down, notice, and savor. Savor his word, savor his presence, savor the moments with my family and friends. If I learn to savor the moments right in front of me, I truly believe that I will appreciate God's gifts to me more and that divine joy will follow. Echoes of Psalm 34.9 come to mind. Learn to savor how good the Lord is. Happy are those who take refuge in him. So today I want to walk you through this process of choosing a God-inspired word of the year. Now, this is a taste of a much longer process, but I want to encourage you to choose a word for the year that will help you grow and deepen your relationship with God. A word which will encourage you or stretch you. A word which directs your attention toward God, stimulates your faith journey, and provides a focus for your prayers throughout this coming year. Possible words to consider are on the screens and will be throughout. Now this practice that we will begin will include two short periods of silence. There's your fair warning. For the first moment of silence, I'm going to set the timer on my phone for 30 seconds. And during this period of silence, you can think about whatever you want. Don't censor it. Don't filter it. You can have your eyes opened or closed however you feel comfortable. But we'll sit in silence for 30 seconds. Ready? Go.
Okay, I really have tried to stop it several times now. Crazy phone. Now this comes from someone who never brings her phone into worship. And uh, now I understand why. It's very distracting. How was that for you? Now for some of you this might seem pretty normal. You get 30 seconds of silence only to notice that your brain has gone into overdrive. Thinking about your to-do list or worrying about someone you care for. Others of you may be ready to jump out of your skin because that silence, although only 30 seconds, seemed to last forever. We live in a time where silence and stillness are challenging for most people. Okay, now I want us to prepare a bit more for this second period of silence. This time I want to help you engage with God in that silence. I want you to sit comfortably and take a few deep breaths. If you are comfortable, close your eyes. As you begin to relax in your chair, become aware of the presence of God. Begin to ask God what he would like you to focus on in the upcoming year. Where have you noticed the need for growth? Is there a common theme in the last few days or weeks which keep coming to the surface? Expect that there is a word from God for you. Trust that God is stirring in your heart. Where do you sense him leading you? I'll begin this period of silence with a prayer. And then for one minute, Yes, you heard me right. One minute. As a community of believers, we will sit in the quiet presence of our Lord as you seek God's guidance in choosing a word. Gracious God, fill us with your presence and help each of us understand how we can grow and mature spiritually. Lord, I ask that you meet with each person in this room today. Provide each person who is willing the ability to hear their word from you. Amen. Thank you, Father, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you are so present today. Amen. Now, some of you may have gotten lucky enough and identified your word today, even in that very abbreviated time. For most, your word of the year did not come to you immediately, 
And you may actually have to spend several weeks in prayerful discernment, waiting to sense where God is leading you. That is perfectly okay. It took me two months to work toward my word. If a word for the year didn't come to you today, but you do desire to pursue a word of the year as a spiritual practice, there are specific instructions in the January newsletter, and hard copies are available in the prayer room. Now, if after prayerful discernment, a specific word does not come to you after a few weeks, I would encourage you to try two things. First of all, discuss the word you are considering with others. Sometimes discussing that word out loud is part of discovering that word. The second thing would be to read scripture and let God's word speak to you. See, perhaps your word will be revealed as a fruit of the spirit, like patience or joy, or perhaps a personality trait like endurance, or an attribute of God like forgiveness. Now, once you know your word for the year, I encourage you to write it down and reflect on it over the course of the year. Now, if you are one of those people who heard your word for the day, for the year today, I want to encourage you to take out your insert and in the area where it says comments or prayer requests, write your word there. And then place it in the offering basket as it comes around today, symbolizing your offering and commitment to God. All of the words that I received this weekend will get posted on the prayer wall in the prayer room. And if you write your name on the insert, then we can pray for you and ask God to guide you through your word in this coming year. If you don't have a word before you leave today, visit the prayer room at any time and add your word. We'll still pray for you. My prayer for you is that you let your word for the year inspire you to be the person God created you to be in your relationships, in your job, with your health, and in your faith life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know your heart is one that desires connection. Connection with you and connection with one another. Too often we get caught up in earthly goals and resolutions that we forget to focus on practices which help us connect with you and that deepen our relationship with you. Help us, Lord, to look to you daily, to widen our reach, and show your great love to those around us. Oh Lord, we want to live and act in accordance to your will. Help us to live lives in the manner you desire of us. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.